and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on episode 12 of Kill the Kill. If you'd like to watch along, start watching now. So last episode, Ryuko was able to beat Jakuzure. She started to fight Sanagayama, but that was interrupted by Nui Harime, who is working, apparently, under direct orders of Satsuki's mother, Ragyo Kiryuin. She intervened in the fight, defeated Sanagayama, and now has goaded Ryuko into reckless action by dropping a huge bombshell. She has declared that she was the one who murdered Dr. Matoi, and she has the other half of the scissor blade to prove it. So, Ryuko has lost any semblance of a temper she's had left. And, quite frankly, it wasn't much to begin with. So Ryuko immediately goes on the offensive, transforming notably without pulling the the tab on her um, glove. It just sort of pops out, apparently through sheer force of will. So as Ryuko starts fighting Nui, it becomes pretty clear that there's a disparity in their skill. Ryuko is very animated in fighting, whereas Nui stands almost entirely still, except for the arm holding the scissor blade. It really seems like Ryuko is out of her depth. And while this is going on, Nui's also dropping bombshells about the nature of Senkets. In fact, even her touch is enough to freak Senkets out.
So Nui has a very, I guess, childlike outlook on what's going on. She's very much about having fun. Now, Nui's trying to pull the same trick on Ryuko that she did on Sanagayama by removing one of the Banshee from Senkets. And while it definitely has an adverse effect, he doesn't unravel entirely like Sanagayama's Blade Regalia did. So according to Nui, a Kamui would have more than one Banshee, apparently. Now we've got a flashback where Nui apparently drops in on Dr. Matoi to see what he's up to. She came to his mansion to take his research back with her. And based on what Nui said... It seems like Dr. Matoy sort of pulled a fast one and made it seem like the scissor blade was his research, when in fact it was only a small part of it, and the Kamui was the real item of interest. Despite Dr. Matai putting up a decent enough fight due to life fibers apparently being woven into his lab coat, Nui's really just toying with him. That is until he pulls out the scissors. According to Dr. Matai, the scissors are a weapon meant to destroy life fibers. And they, they don't seem like an especially practical weapon, all things considered. But given that Nui took half the scissor blade, it seems to me that there has to be some benefit for having two of them together rather than just a single-edged blade. Ultimately, Nui manages to best Dr. Matoy, and now she's just sort of toying with him, stabbing him, impaling him with the scissors. So this is when Ryuko shows up, as she described before. Now this scene's interesting because we get to see the mask slip, for lack of a better phrase. Dr. Matoy managed to slash out one of Nui's eyes, and as a result, she freaks out. While Senkets is being 
calm and analytic about the situation that it was Nui and she didn't know about Senket, so she just left with half the scissors. Ryuko is still losing her temper. So, according to Senkats, her blood is literally boiling. And because of that, Senkats is sort of going haywire. He's taking on a very monstrous form. Sort of going back to that depiction of life fibers possessing people and engulfing them entirely. Senkats has sort of lost control, ingested Ryuko, and taken on a monstrous form. So Satsuki realizes that this is sort of what Nui was after, and she's making steps to intervene and hopefully try and minimize the damage. But by this point, Ryuko is entirely not herself. On the sidelines, Inamuda makes it clear to everyone that Ryuko probably can't survive this for very long. She'll likely die of blood loss before very long. Well, the Elite Four, all of them now disgraced, are talking. Ryuko continues to run amok. Sumugu and Mikisugi are not in particularly good shape either. They'd like to use that silver bullet of sorts on Ryuko, but they can't get a clear shot on her. Sasuke is now preparing to intervene, and the Elite Four immediately flank her as an honor guard despite their realistic powerlessness. You know, old habits die hard. Satsuki activates her Kamui and prepares to engage. She tasks the Elite Four with getting other people, all the various bystanders, to safety. Mako's family shows up, and they're very clearly unaware of the devastation being wrought behind them. Mako sort of, uh, engages the back alley doctor, Sign and Siren. The idea being that they help Ryuko before she inevitably dies of blood loss. Focusing back on the fight, Ryuko is hemorrhaging blood severely while she tries to 
Crush Nui. Nui's just delighting over this whole thing, saying that Ryuko's turning into a monster just like Life Fibers should. So Sumugu tries to engage, but he doesn't appear to be very effective. He sort of earned the ire of both Ryuko and Nui. Of course, nothing he really does seems to have much effect on Nui. And Ryuko in this form is much too monstrous to be affected by anything but high-powered weapons. So, Mikisugi's reflecting on the properties of the bullet before firing at her. It's like a starching agent, apparently. And while it'll neutralize the life fibers, at the rate things are going, there's a good chance Ryuko won't survive the shot, much less the aftermath of that. Of course, from his position, he doesn't really see that he can afford to not take that risk. Satsuki now intervenes in earnest. Satsuki can sort of see through Nui's facade. Satsuki knows that Nui's here because she's bitter about being fooled by Dr. Matoy. So after sort of dressing down Nui, Satsuki focuses her attention on Ryuko. Satsuki resolves that if Ryuko can't be reasoned with and snapped out of this funk, then... She'll have to be killed, and Satsuki doesn't seem overly pleased with that outcome, but it's it's more of a matter-of-fact declaration. So Satsuki engages Ryuko, and the fight is absolutely titanic. The pair of them seem fairly evenly matched, and interestingly enough, Ryuko seems to be fighting slightly more intelligently than against Nui.
I guess that might be a sign that she's starting to calm down a little bit. Ryuko, at this point, is in really rough shape. She appears to be hemorrhaging blood from her neck, which, with my token medical knowledge, you know, that's something that'll kill you in seconds. You know, you don't really have very much time to stem the bleeding from a wound like that before it becomes fatal. As Satsuki prepares to make the finishing blow, Mako and her family intervene. In fact, Mako appears to arrive just in the nick of time to prevent Satsuki from killing her. So Mako appears to be burning herself because Ryuka's blood is burning so hot. She's trying to talk her out of her rage. She calls back to the, the fight club incident where Ryuko had to snap her out of her greed. It's a nice callback. I appreciate it. So in similar fashion to the Fight Club episode, Mako sort of smacks some sense back into Ryuko. And between her big speech and that slap, it seems like it's slowly working and Senkets is regaining his composure. Ryuko appears to be not that worse for wear, considering how much blood she was shedding all over the place. She also seems pretty collected, considering what happened. Tellingly, Satsuki sheaths her sword and sort of thanks Mako for intervening and resolving things. 
So I guess based on this interaction, we can safely assume that despite their antagonism, Satsuki doesn't want to kill Ryuko. Back with Mikisugi and Sumugu. Sumugu makes it clear that none of his weaponry had any effect on either Ryuko or Nui. So, the two of them are both clearly out of their element at this point. So as a parting gesture, Satsuki bans Nui from Hanoji Academy's campus. Although Nui doesn't seem like she really cares about that. Now we have a little post credit scene. Hinoji Academy was thoroughly wrecked. And now Sasuke and Ryuko are sort of catching up after all the hullabaloo. So interestingly enough, I think Satsuki's lying here because... Even though Ryuko now knows Nui's involved, Satsuki says, Yeah, I told her how to do it. Satsuki seems dead set on making sure that all of Ryuko's animosity is directed towards her. And to cement that, Satsuki... Thanks, Ryuko, for helping her in refining the Goku uniforms of her Elite Four. Sasuke makes it very clear that everything Ryuko did was purely for Satsuki's own benefit.
Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next episode. See you, Space Cowboy.